0: Florida legislators are moving to ban social media for children under 16. Is this protecting children from addictive and dangerous behaviors? Is this restricting the rights of parents to decide what their children are exposed to? Let's talk about it. Hey, everybody, it's Dr. David So, in our ever- non-ending attempt to try to help people understand and to define health, education, and the choices that people have. This brings up somewhat of an interesting topic because it kind of brings all of these things into one, and I have some interesting and some somewhat conflicting views in my own head about this, but I wanted to talk about it because I think it is important. Now, today we're going to be talking about the concerns about social media and what our children are exposed to because that is a problem. Okay, we're going to talk about this new Florida bill that has passed in the House and is moving to the Senate at this point. And then we're going to also talk about where should parental rights fall within all of this. Okay, so first of all, let's define what social media is and look at the benefits and the, and the potential dangers. Now, in an article printed by the American Academy of Pediatrics, The definition is a website or an app that allows users to create and share contact and interact with other users. We're going to see in a little bit how the state is defining it a little bit differently. Now, what are some of the potential benefits here? Well, first of all, when used properly, it can provide children and families with positive social interactions, have a social network, give them social support, and give them opportunities for learning. And then for patients and for families who may be struggling with chronic conditions, health problems, social media can also be providing education, the ability to connect with other people who may be undergoing similar circumstances, and it can help them give access to people for additional types of resources. Now, there are, of course, potential dangers as well. Um, First of all, it can amplify and make public the actions of children. OK, so, you know, what should we be what should be allowed for children to be shared with the general public? It publicizes um, photos and locations for the children. It can it can expose children to cyberbullying. It can facilitate cyberbullying. Um, it can expose um, the children to low quality information. There's a lot of misinformation out there on social media. It can expose children to inappropriate comment, whether it's. Um, Pictures, whether it's comments being said, um, it, can, it also, of course, can lead to excessive screen time, um, which we know itself can be um, addictive. And it also can even be distracting for kids when they're trying to um, do their schoolwork, et cetera. Now, um, it, now, we also know that it can cause social withdrawal. There are people who just won't go out anymore because they're so addicted to their social media and they will still have a social network, but it could um, slow down face-to-face human interaction. It can cause um, sleep problems, especially um, when screens, these bright screens, are in front of children's faces in the hours leading up to bedtime. And the Academy of Pediatrics, and I agree also, that screen time should be kept to no more than two hours a day of non-educational time. So, of course, with school, with everything, doing their homework, they're on the computers. But in terms of the social exposures, this is true also for gaming, it really shouldn't be more than two hours. Now... Let's talk about Florida HB1. This is the bill. It is now passed through the Florida House and it was a bipartisan, um, 106 in favor and only 13 against it. Okay. It's now, as I said, moving on to the Senate. Now, this doesn't actually ban all forms of social media. And in part because, as I said, the definition that they're using is slightly different. However, it doesn't mention specific apps. At this point, that are accessible, um, that would be allowable, and which were not. Okay. Now, the focus, as I said, it's specifically on children under the age of sixteen, um, and it's it's it, their goal, according to the legislators, is to try to restrict um, addictive behaviors as well as dangerous situations. Now, within the bill, it defines social media platforms. That's the term that's being used in this bill as an online forum, website, or application offered by an entity that's all of the following. So if it doesn't do all of these, this state's not referring to this as a social media platform. Number one, allows the pl- platform to track the account holder's activities on the app. Uh, number two, allows for an, the account holder, in this case, the kids, um, to upload content or view the content of activities of other account holders. Number three, allows the account holder to interact with or track other account holders. Number four, utilizes addictive, harmful, or deceptive design features or any other feature that is designed to cause an account holder to have an excessive or compulsive need to use or engage with the social media platform. And number five, allows for algorithms to track the activity of the account holder to control or target at least part of the content scene. Okay, now that's a lot. And, you know, it is all five of those things. And there are some apps that will do some of these things, but not others. But what it also does go on to specifically define what it is not, okay? So it d- does not include any online service, website, or application where the predominant or exclusive function is email, face-to-face video conversations like FaceTime, Zoom, etc., direct messaging that consists of texts, photos, or videos. That are sent between specific devices by electronic means where the messages are shared and visible to the senders and the receipts and are not posted publicly. So, in other words, still being able to connect with their friends, having a friend circle, etc. Streaming services that provides only licensed um, media. So, Netflix, um, Amazon Pro, um, video, et cetera, like that. Um, news, sports, and entertainment or other content that is not user-generated. Interactive um, virtual gaming. Academic, scholarly, or genealogical research content that um, um, that's posted um, by the provider of the online service, but it's specifically for those purposes. But it uh, but um but if it allows for the chatting, commenting, or interacting with other users if directly related to the um, to the provider content. So if the provider um, publish um, post something, people can um, reply and comment back and forth as long as it's specific to that content. Now, the the repercussions, according to the Florida bill in its current state, is that it doesn't punish uh, punish the parents. It punishes the app provider. Okay, so that's a lot of very interesting things. And, you know, when you hear on the news, when you hear they're trying to ban all social media for kids, that's not exactly what is doing. Maybe from the, um, you know, in terms of how they're how they're defining what a social media platform is. Okay, so now let's talk about parental rights. We've talked time and time again on this channel about parental rights, that I am one who in general defers to parental rights when it comes to all things, whether it comes to vaccines, whether it comes to how one educates their child, it, how they feed their child, it obviously should be up to the parent. And of course, we hope that parents are making wise decisions. But of course, what's wise for one family may not be wise for another. Now. But there are a couple of things that I thought of. You know, we don't have full rights as parents. We, you know, car seats, seatbelt laws. Those are laws. We can't just choose not to because we don't want to, or we think, you know, to put our kid in a car seat or with seatbelts. We can't just expose children to porn. Okay. We can't, we children are not allowed to get tattoos unless they're over 16. Um, Of course, and marriage. Marriage is, is only allowed in the 16 to eight years old with parental consent. And they, if your 15 year old child wants to get married, even if you are okay with it, they can't. Um, and of course, it's illegal to give parents alcohol. It's illegal to give their kids tobacco um, or to drive without a, lice, uh, a, a learner's permit. So, you know, obviously there's much precedence within the law, both federally as well as at the state level, that parents parents don't get full rights over everything that happens with their children. Okay, so my general take on this. In general, I am in favor of, of uh, not allowing children to be exposed to addictive and to dangerous situations. I am concerned, however, about the nebulousness of what this is and who is making the decisions as to whether something is okay. I'll give an example of this. Um, One of the platforms that my um, 15-year-old daughter uses is Snapchat. Now, my understanding is that this is not shared with the public, that this is only shared within their um, friends group. So by this definition, it wouldn't fall under that category. And of course, as I said, kids can text with each other. Kids can FaceTime with each other. So the biggest thing when I first heard about this was, my, was I was actually kind of mortified because I remember, and I'm sure we all do if you had a child, especially during the pandemic, during lockdown, this was often the only way that our kids were able to socialize. They were able to see and communicate with their friends. Very important, especially for adolescents to be able to do that. But as I said, it does seem as if there will be platforms available to continue to do that, as long as it's not being shared with the public being posted in the public and the the algorithms that are directing all of that. But, you know, I, I, I still see lots of different points here. So I'd be interested. Please share your comments right down below. Tell me what you think about this. Do you think that this is a good idea? Do you think it, sh- it, it should be uh, improved? I know that some states are doing this, but with, uh, that, with allowing that kids are still allowed to sign up for it with parental um, permission only. So, yeah, it's kind of an interesting topic, but I'd love to hear what you have to say about this. So let me know. Have a nice day.